Hey, everybody, it's this podcast. <laughs> it's mostly about movies today, except when it isn't. And it's all, uh, it, it always is about movies, except when it isn't. That's good. I like that. Yeah, That's our um, new tagline. Th- is it? <laughs> Write that down. You got your yeah, phone. Right, yeah, yeah. It's always about movies, except when it isn't. There I really go. like that. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So we went and watched The Northman. We did. We uh, the Northman. With the Alexander Skarsgård. We did not have to travel for this one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, it's kind of nice. It was yeah, a little it was, treat. It was we just great. got to drive 10 minutes instead of an hour or two hours to see the movie. It was great just driving a normal amount of time and uh-huh. walking up to a theater and paying money. Mm-hmm. And I even walked up to this one and Randy paid for my ticket and I went, oh, thanks, bud. Yep. I think he did it just because it was a long line. There was a, he was yes, like, a long line for Jeremiah. Are, so for late, sure. so no. I was also <laughs> I wasn't late. I just was late for a line that long. <laughs> and, then, and then he's like, and Jeremiah's even later. Look, <laughs> I gotta pay for his ticket, otherwise he's gonna miss half the movie. That was a long stood, line. What was going on? I and they didn't come see the Northmen. What are they watching? Yeah, and my favorite part about that line was that there's plenty of sidewalk for them to like curve yeah. onto. But everyone's like, no, this line's going to be straight. No, so it just straight, went into the straight queue that goes into the, the parking, parking lot. lot. Yeah. It just went. <laughs> I was like, there's that's, no way uh, for cars to get around this that's line. That's Columbus, Mississippi, man. <laughs> it's a post-COVID world. It's a COVID. <laughs> we post, can finally, COVID, COVID, we can finally have queues again. We're still in COVID. Who knows? <laughs> it's never going away. It's never going away. This we'll, is the we'll line. This to, is the new normal. We'll learn to live with <laughs> we will, Oh, God. Now I'm depressed. Oh, no. Nah, you know, it's fine. Well, here's what I'm going to say about this episode. We we come in hot. Coming in we come hot. Come in hot. And you're my, you might think, man, I love the Northman. I can't wait to find out what my favorite two podcast hosts think about the Northman. And uh, then you're going to be like, oh, man, man maybe, I don't know about this. Well, hold on. In that case, I would say listen to the podcast in reverse. <laughs> and that's end a, with, that's a first <laughs> no no stay listen that to way the, that way they gradually come down come down <laughs> yeah well yeah i will say at first i mean we're, we're pretty critical at the very beginning i will know, say that you know, that's just how i am well that's i don't how, know that's how jeremiah I is i think in i think particularly for this movie we are a little bit more critical than we normally would be, especially for a movie that we ultimately like. We do so like it. Know that. Stick around all the way to the yes. end, and then you'll find that. Stick it out. <laughs> we do like this movie, uh, but we just we come in hot with some criticism early on. It's so true, yeah. um, don't be overwhelmed by that. We, but it's good. It's good. It's, I would rewatch, uh, and we're yeah. like giving away the rating in the I will intro, rewatch. But you yeah, know, you know it is. It is what it is. Yeah, there you go. The too long didn't read version of the podcast is right here. (laughs) TLDR. Go watch the business. (laughs) All right. Enjoy. There you go. We 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 just saw just saw we We just saw we went and saw uh, Northman the Northman the Northman the Northman yeah. Uh, I really thought it was going to be, I don't know, something that it wasn't. I really thought it was going to be bigger and better than I came out liking it. Yeah. But I still liked it. Mm-hmm. It's just I was mm, kind of disappointed. Yeah, I'm the same way. I, and, and I don't know if disappointment is the, maybe that is the right word, but it feels, we, we talked <laughs> true, a little bit about True this, disappointment, it hits, and it, and it feels like it's not disappointment. Uh, <laughs> but really, that's what it really what is. It is. Yeah. And I'm <laughs> refusing to acknowledge it. It's, I mean, disappointment sounds, uh, I mean, you think of like your parent talking, I'm not mad. Uh-huh. I'm disappointed. And it, and it, I don't know. It makes it, it makes it a lot more of an emotional word. Yeah. Uh, carrying carrying a lot of carrying a lot of negative baggage, but yeah, disappointment. I mean, at least for me, that's what this was. But I still did like it. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like if I went back and watched Gladiator, the Russell Color Clo, the Russell Crowe uh, Gladiator, I would like it more. But I like Vikings more than Roman stuff. And it kind of hit in the same vein. It's just that's wasn't that 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 wasn't what I was expecting from this director. I was expecting like the witch stuff, like the lighthouse yeah. stuff, like mixed with Viking stuff. That's uh, what it all hinges on for me as well. Yeah, is I I wanted it to be a, a Robert Eggers movie. Yeah, and, and as much as it did feel like an Eggers movie, it didn't. Yeah, uh, there's there's <laughs> enough in it that also doesn't feel like. 
something yeah. he would make. The, the maybe the best way to say it is the first half or so feels like he was being a PG thirteen version of himself, and I don't feel like he's a PG thirteen guy. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. And that to me, he was pulling his punches. Disappointing. Yeah, it, it felt like he was pulling his punches, or someone else was. Yeah. Um, and then I think there's a moment that both of us mentioned in the film where, he, yeah, he finally kills those guys. Skarsgård's character, he kills the guys in the in and like the puts them up in a weird. Yes, he like stitches them onto the roof in a symbol. Yeah, and, and you're the like, move, oh, this is the camera get weird. sort of like pans past it, and you see it, and you're like, oh, okay, that's. That's, that's what I was expecting. Uh, yeah, like yeah, more of that. Not yeah. because I'm like, oh yeah, Vikings. It's got to be gory and bloody. Not because that I don't care, but yeah, it, his no, track record was that. Not even just gore. It just was real. But like, yeah, like, like presenting real it meaning, as it was meaningful. I mean, gore is part of it, but like, br- like brutality. Yeah, like. Like, you can feel the historical Viking yelling at you like he doesn't care about your feelings. Yeah. And, and yeah, that's what I wanted more. Uh, I, that's what I wanted this movie to be. It feel, Yeah, I think it feels a little bit like a bait and switch a little bit. Because the movie opens, I think the movie opens strong. I enjoyed everything leading up to um, the you know, the boy in the boat, you know, s- you know s- repeating his mantra. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, up uh, about and, how up he's going to save his, point, or he's going to yeah. avenge his father. He's going to kill. Because um, they do like the crazy wolf. What's the guy's name? Is it Fjolnir? 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 Something yeah, like Fjolnir. that. Um, and he's going to save you, mother. Like he just keeps doing those things. It's very, uh, very like Arya Stark yeah. thing. But I like that. All up until that point, it's like great. And then it's like he's a man now, and and he's a wolf. He's in, the, in, and they're like beast, and they're they're getting in touch with their. They're like becoming. There and the, yeah, um, even spirit that, animals even and they're berserkers weird. and it's super weird and it feels very Eggers and it's like oh gosh like and then the and then it immediately how are they going to the, like, like the violence and yeah. the, like brutality that's going to come from this ritual that You're they're just doing like, oh geez. I don't know if I'm ready for it yeah and then the scene plays out and he does the whole catch the spear thing which is pretty cool yeah but and then, then they it, go it in into the, this big this big oneer. Which is actually one multiple shots stitched together, but that is, doesn't matter. It's, I mean, it but, all, but it's even, played as one even shot. normally that hits a spot in me where it's like <gasps> that's impressive. One camera it's cool. shot the whole time yeah. where I just love it. Yeah, and I don't know. It just uh, that whole battle scene was just kind of like, eh. yeah. I I don't know, and, and that's the thing. Like I've I've talked to other people, I've read other reviews, and I. I've watched videos because been, I'm like, maybe I'm well, wrong. There's been a lot of but reviews a lot of people, I've read talking about how cool that scene Exactly. Was. Talking about how great it is. And I'm like, yeah. am I, I just am did, I wrong I just here? Did, like, did I watch the different scene? Because, it didn't emotionally grab me at all. And even when they're showing, and this feels weird to say, like I want more violent stuff. I don't. I don't care about seeing gore. Like, that's not me. Uh-huh. But it just didn't feel right. Yeah. It felt like they were shying away from it. It did. It felt like that lead up, that whole berserker like was ritual gonna, was going to be like was setting the tone for crazy. like this is how insane this next scene's going to be. Yeah. And then the next scene is like was not that uh crazy. no this is like <laughs> Lord of the Rings. It, yeah, it was, where it's, it was it's violence it with no maybe, consequence. It was it was maybe like a a 10% more than the Lord of the Rings right. orc fight. And or that's not a bash like on Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings sets the tone for those films and says, this no, is, those this is where we're going to go. Yeah. And that's great. It sticks to that. Whereas yeah. this movie begins and it says, it's, it's telling us as an audience, crazy. this is the tone and then, and then it's moves not, away and from it's definitely that. not crazy. And it presents the violence with no consequence. It does right. not show the consequence of violence. And so that's why like it's like weird. There's even the, he, like they kill all the women and children in the village. But the way they show that to us in the audience is hiding it. Mm-hmm. And it's like they set a building on fire and then there's some screams. And that just, I don't know. Not that I want to see him beating up kids and women. Like, that, I don't want to see that. But it it's felt how it's presented, weird yeah. how they presented it. Like it's presented it like, feel, you see how brutal these guys yeah, are? And it's like, well, no, actually, we, it we don't. Feel, <laughs> it, yeah, and there, was, there was a disconnect. And Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. It's I feel the same way. I, I don't know. Like I said, overall, I liked the movie. I think yeah, it was same. fine. 
I just was very taken off guard by how disingenuine it felt at times. Especially especially just knowing that director yeah. and stuff that he's done before. I mean, again, I don't want stuff to be gory, but he's shown some really like crazy that's that's the thing. That's the word. Crazy. Like crazy out there stuff that other people don't even go in for. Yeah. He's like, No, this is this is how it was. And you're like, Okay, I guess I'm there with you and then it's like, Ew, oh, no. Yeah, and then this movie definitely, yeah. I I, I, I don't know. I it's, I just it's like think, whoever was on the camera yeah. was like, I'm not showing that. It <laughs> it felt like like yeah. We you, you mentioned Gladiator. It felt like it simultaneously wanted to be a weird, um, almost like Nordic folk tale, um, but it also wanted to be an entertaining modern Viking gladiator. Yeah. Like it wanted to be an inter- like it wanted to be something that it wasn't and it was like two movies fighting for dominance and there are times when one of these films the gladiator more entertainment style movie uh kind of rises to the top a little bit but it's sort of like peeking out from a foundation of like the eggers is set to be something else entirely and so when there are weird scenes they're like oh this is what i came for this is what i came for but it feels weird because it's like well wait a second like does it feel with this movie it doesn't i don't know what movie this or at least to be at least the beginning of the movie like the well it dips into it in other parts well the first like third of the movie well not even the first because like the little bit where he's a boy yeah kind of could i don't know it could go either way and then like right after that is that is that one scene the battle scene where it's like oh so this is like gladiator Oh, I mean, this is like a Ridley Scott battle movie. Okay, mm-hmm. that's fine. Yeah, and then it kind of gets weird again, and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. Even Gladiator, and okay, and none of this is a bash on Gladiator. Like, the movie just, it just oh, feels no, like no, it no. just wants to be something that it isn't. Um, uh, the Northman does. Because even Gladiator, even, like, the way that violence and brutality in that is portrayed. It fits. It feels right. Yeah. It feels honest to the story that they're telling. Yes. The way that violence and brutality in this movie doesn't for the most part fit, does yeah. not feel honest or genuine to the story that they're trying to tell. Mm-hmm. And that's why that's the thing. I don't I think I'm with you. I don't need to see lots of blood and guts. But it, but it, but it felt feel, like it, it needed to like be there. It literally felt like he was going, It's coming. It's coming. And then yeah. you like buckle up and you're like, Okay, bud. And then he's like, Ah, just kidding. Yeah. And you're like, What? And I feel I feel bad because I I mean a lot of stuff that I read where people you know the cast and crew talking about how it was like that scene in particular the opening not it's not an opening but when he becomes an adult that's sort of the opening of his adulthood it was one of the hardest things they'd ever shot mm-hmm. and like was so complicated and and they did so many takes and it was just brutal for them and I believe that yeah but I don't think the final product serves the movie in the way that they wanted it to right and I even liked the scene I just. It, it doesn't. Fit. I like the idea of the scene. It, sure, but I it like doesn't what fit the, with the movie yeah. that you're trying to tell me. Like, get ready, buckle up. Here's yeah. what's coming, and then and Hit, later. them going into beast mode around the camp, around the bonfire. I I I love the idea that that presented that the next scene was going to be. Yeah, I, I don't necessarily care that much for the scene as it is in the movie. Uh, the 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 whole like rage scene to follow. And that's uh, that's kind of the, my biggest thing. It's like that moment right there sort of like set me in a weird mood for the rest of the film. And it wasn't until he like takes the bodies and stitches them up in that weird rune thing that I'm like, okay, this feels very weird and creepy and very strange and out there. And like, I, I'm here for that. I mean, I mean, look, I'm a big fan of the witch. I'm a big fan of the lighthouse. Now there's not a lot of like gore in those movies, but there is a lot of like, in the way that things are presented, it's yeah. it's very, it's just genuine. It's genuine to the story that they're trying to tell. Um, I mean, on, look, look, in The Witch, one of the opening things is, you know, the baby gets taken and, and the next shot is like the witch sort of like smashing some goop into a mortar and pestle, like with a mortar and pestle. Like mm-hmm. it's, and it's clear that's the baby. Now you don't see the process of the baby becoming the goop. Like, it's not going to do that. Yeah. But I mean, it, it's not it, about your mind the gore, can fill the gap. Yeah. And it's like, okay, that's awful. 
Yeah. It was terrifying and seeing that, that scene. And that fit for the movie. Yeah, and yeah. Well, and it sets the tone of like, okay, because you, you're in your mind, you're thinking, oh, the baby's gone. Okay, how are they going to get the baby back? And the movie's like, they're not getting the baby back immediately. And you're just like, oh, my gosh. Like, this is, the stakes are so much higher than I thought they were. And that presentation, it didn't need to be gory, didn't need to do all that stuff, but it was like, it worked for that film. Now, this one is like, okay, here are the stakes. Like, this battle is going to be so yeah. intense that they need to become <laughs> animals in order to win it. Literal animals. These are the stakes. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. And because they chose to shoot it as a oneer, they need to show everything as it would be at the same intensity yeah. as that oh, that scene that starts everything off. And they they shy away with, from it. The camera pulls away from the violence if it if you know at certain times. Um, there's moments where it feels like like you can see the actors kind of counting the the choreography beats in their head. They're like, okay, one, two, and I swing on three, and I hit, okay, and yeah, one, and, and two, and, and it's even like the hits at those points are like, and I hit, yeah, and you fall down, and you wait. So I there's a lot around. of telegraphing and a lot of <laughs> yeah. like people sort of like. Um, predi- you not predicting, but expecting. I mean, maybe to this be was like the eighty seventh take, and he didn't have it in him to swing. Didn't have it. I don't know. Hard. And that's that's why I'm saying I feel bad because it's like I don't want to be like I think this scene is fine. Like it's fine. It just feels like it doesn't work. It doesn't. It doesn't work for the movie. It doesn't. Uh, and e- and even know. to we're me during the, circles now. We're well, yeah, thing, and even but, to me during the raid scene, it was less about. Like, I don't know, looking back on it, you can kind of be like, it, it felt like he was counting his steps. It felt like he was counting till the blow. I don't feel like he really hit that hard. To me, it was even less about that. Like, I could suspend that disbelief. But it just felt like the one camera thing was pulling me away from the from the nastiness. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if it was the director. I don't know if it was the studio. But it felt like somebody was behind... Or somewhere up, a, like behind the camera, going, pull away from that. Don't show that. Okay, don't no, don't show that. Don't yeah. turn around the other way. No, 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 no. Right, 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 right. Don't look, look left. Left is a headless person. Don't show that. Yeah. And it, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. And it just feels yeah. like it's pulling me away from maybe the beast mode that they're promising mm-hmm. from the night before, and then we're fu- and yeah, it, and even following this one guy. Like him not being beast was kind of part of it because he like lost the like he, he like he was losing his love of that and he that's what made him decide to go somewhere else. So even if he's not being as like beast mode, gory, nasty, violent, brutal as the other ones, I mean that that's part of the story too. I guess you could say, but I don't know. Yeah, it just didn't feel right. It didn't feel like it fit with the rest. It didn't feel like it fit with the movie. Yeah, especially what the movie was promising it was going to deliver, and then and then it just kind of falls flat. Yeah, what the movie was promising to deliver—that's what I—that's where I got got kind of like caught up on. Um, because when I saw the trailer for this film, I thought, "Wow, they're spinning this as an action movie because they want to get more people in the seats." I get mm-hmm. that, but this is a Robert Eggers film, and it might have some action and some violence in it for sure. But I think it's going to be real weird. And people aren't going to expect that. Like a character-driven weird yeah, drama. Yeah, I think it's going to be super, super strange and just like religious movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, you know, they'd mentioned that it was going to be entirely in like you know old English and all this stuff, and so it's like cool. I'm looking forward to something being like pretty true to the period, like all that stuff. Like it's very like I'm looking forward to that. Then it like when I saw the movie, it was like oh no, it looks like it it actually is trying to be that. That yeah, entertaining like, action movie. Like, oh no! But then every once in a while, it's like it's like the and I look. I can't put blame on. I don't know what happened behind the scenes. I have no idea the relationship with him and the I don't studio know either. But producers, we, did, we have you can infer some things from, from interviews and things. That have been out, yeah. But but even then, it's still kind of you don't really know. We can never really know. But it does feel like there is there are two cooks in this kitchen and they are fighting it out. And every once in a while, the cook that wants this to be like an entertaining gladiator type movie like is shoving Robert Eggers like in a, in a box and like not letting him out. But then every so often Robert Eggers gets out and like the movie gets strange again and feels pulls good. Out, pulls the and then they're like, no, 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 get back in there, back like, in there. And they shove him back in. And then the movie goes back to being more like, Oh yes, I'm going to, 
you know, this is all about my vengeance and stuff. Because even at the way the movie, even the way the movie ends, I was really expecting, well, I was expecting a few things, but even with how the movie ends of him, like, deciding to, you know, he says, I'm going to have both. I'm going to have my family, but I'm also going to have my vengeance as well. Mm -hmm. And we know that that's probably not going to happen just because these these sort of stories, they're like cautionary tales. It's almost like a tragedy. But then the movie doesn't really commit to that tragedy. It ends like Gladiator ends. Yeah. With him dying in battle, (laughs) and then he sees his family in the afterlife. And then there's like this weird narration where Anya Taylor-Joy's character literally tells him and the audience that they are okay. Yeah. And it's like, While she's holding what? two babies that are way what? too big. <laughs> I don't know if they're supposed to be Viking babies or what, but those were huge babies. Actually, all the babies, babies in this film were very But he's large. a big guy. They're both tall people. Who knows? Maybe they just have big babies. <laughs> sure. So <laughs> Maybe that was like a 10-year-old, but it just looked a lot like a baby. So, yeah, it just felt like... It felt like the movie was sort of like trying to tie it up nicely in a nice little bow for us to be like, see, the Aww. hero died and he still got to be with his family, which is great. almost exactly like how Gladiator ends. <laughs> yeah. Um, but in Gladiator, it feels like that's been a whole, that's been a thing for this whole movie. Yeah. And he, and so like it's he, sort of a fitting reward. that. Yeah. Yeah. And this movie, it didn't feel like, it felt sort of tacked on. Um, even the narration of them well, explaining yeah, lot, it to it, it like feels, you didn't need the narration. A just, lot of it feels tacked on. We get it, and I mean that sort of fits with some of the articles that me and Randy have read. Uh, <laughs> uh, they talk about how they maybe rewrote a lot of the script in the edit bay, mm-hmm. uh, like uh, maybe test audiences weren't understanding the film or understanding the language of the film so they had to rewrite a lot of it and the actors had to come back in and adr yeah a lot of their lines and they said like what what does it say a lot so what is a lot like, i think it was most of it yeah that like 90 percent of the script was rewritten or like 50 percent of it like so you're, you're rewriting the whole story at that point and I, I don't know it just that's that's what feels like happened it feels like they shot his film and then I don't know what happened. Maybe yeah. audiences didn't like it. I'd Maybe the production company didn't like it. See, Maybe and both. When we talked about this, my immediate thought was like, oh, well, then there's a cut out there that's genuinely the version he wanted. Yeah. But he has come out and said there is not. He's like, this is the movie I wanted. He has said it in interviews. Yeah, like, I, I wouldn't have released this movie if I wasn't happy I with don't it. Know. And but, I, but I can't tell if he's lying or yeah, not. Yeah, isn't like, that something your tell. boss is like, like behind the camera at well, the interview? Well, because like, he said some things that are like a little passive aggressive. Yeah. Like how he's like, I'm going to make this the most entertaining Robert Eggers movie that I can make. I mean, yeah. Which like feels like him being a little bit passive aggressive. Like I don't make well, entertainment also, type well, thing. Yeah, he's also tongue. But, I mean, tongue in cheek is said a lot of stuff like i don't know how to make entertaining films exactly. i make i make my films i mm-hmm. make robert eggers films and that's yeah i i so things like even that opening scene feel a little bit like even though the movie's rated r like someone was saying that like oh, i don't know if audiences are going to be able to to relate to your main character if they're brutally murdering these innocent people in this village <laughs> yeah. um and so their solution was we'll get rid of like the extra blood like um, paint out all the extra violence and just you know get rid of that so that we can still have him as a hero later mm-hmm. because heroes can't be brutal murderers in the beginning like audiences won't won't be able to do understand that or relate to that and oh, maybe that, most audiences I think won't the audience but like loved i think it. they would have like, loved it but at the same time it's like this there's a there's a man a cautionary tale about this viking who literally only exists to have his revenge yeah uh I mean, that's cool sounding right it is. I think audiences. Love. I mean, if 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 people can watch Joker and come out <laughs> going, "Oh, that was a movie. I kind of relate to the Joker a little bit," then you can make the Northman or a vengeance-seeking, uh, yeah, demon of a man or beast of a man. Yeah, and and people will still like him. I mean, come on. <laughs> we all watch Fight Club, and we all know that spoiler, and we still rooted for that man. You know. Yeah. Uh, I think so. Yeah, I don't know. Let's move on from that scene and, and actually move into the rest of the movie. We did that, talk a little but bit that's about. That's kind of. The, 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 I think that that that's sets the, crux the stage. Of me and you yeah, liking that sets and not the, liking this movie. I feel like that sets the stage for sure on how we f- like 
how we feel about the film overall. Yeah. But there, I, I really do want to jump into a lot of the stuff that I loved about the movie. Yeah, and, because and, I think on and a second, having said that, we both liked the movie. Yeah, I a think lot. on a second viewing, knowing fully what I'm getting into, I think I'd actually appreciate the movie even more um, than I did the first time. Uh, um, yeah, maybe just because I I was expecting full on you know Eggers, and we got we got half Eggers, half Focus features. <laughs> but <laughs> and then you just get to watch. The parts that you like the and why you like them. Yeah, I, I, I really liked the, I'm saying this like it was in there a lot. It was only in there a couple times maybe, but how he's hallucinate, like a part of his religion is how he's seeing things or, or like not even religion, but like mythical stuff. Yeah. Uh, like when he goes and takes the, the sword from the zombie guy mm-hmm. and has that whole fight, but it's all like in his head. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's in his head. I think that's just kind of. I mean, they they talked about that in an article too about how sort of like Nordic beliefs are not beliefs. Like if you asked them what they believe, they wouldn't understand what that question meant. That there is no spiritual world. There is just the world. Yeah. Uh, and spiritual things, things that we would consider spiritual, are real to them, and they don't consider them to the possibility of them not being real. So things like Draugr's and and like elves. And all these like mythical beings that they're he's coming into contact with, like seers and seeresses and all that stuff. Like they are all even when it doesn't make sense, like when he just suddenly is like, well, where did that person come from? Like where did he meet them? Like all this stuff is just it's just part of the mythical tale that he's telling. Yeah. Um, and it's just you just believe it. Like there's no question about it. And so like that kind of stuff I really liked. I felt like that was when the movie was doing very well, was when it was just leaning heavily into those things. Um, anytime Willem Dafoe was on screen or <laughs> Willem Dafoe's head was on screen, it was great. Uh, I loved all that stuff. Or Bjork was on screen. Or Bjork, yeah. It was, it was so fun cameo. The music was fantastic. Um, we've jokingly, you know, compared it to the Witcher 3 soundtrack. Um, <laughs> but that's just probably because you're using a lot of the same instruments. Oh, we did. But that's, we did do. I mean, they're do, both. Yeah. We did, yeah. But, I mean, that's a, it's a joke, but it's also... I think we both like The Witcher 3 a lot. We, li- we both so, like The Witcher 3 So this, this is definitely like it, a compliment. It it's, good, not a, yeah. it's not a diss. Um, but this mu- the music's great. I love it. I, there's a lot of it. It's almost the entire film has music behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, Yeah, it doesn't seem like it, it feels, ever stopped having a soundtrack yeah. accompaniment. It feels good. Um, performances, I think, were fantastic from everybody. The uh, I mean, Nicole Kidman is is uh, terrifying Crazy. it's fun because i i really like big little lies and so seeing her and alexander skarsgård working together again in a different with a different dynamic but one that's still just as messed up <laughs> um is really i just that's what i'm here for so really love all that i think the setting was great i thought like the lo- the locale the locations the way they all the production design and set decoration and everything all the art direction all that stuff costumes were fantastic. My biggest disappointment with costumes, uh, like hair and wardrobe, was or uh, hair, and makeup, and and wardrobe was um, when uh, he cut his hair like twenty minutes into the movie, and I was like, no, because <laughs> we go from like him with this like wolf pelt thing over his like long hair, like f- rippling muscles covered like, in cool mud and blood, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, let's watch that movie. And then he, the rest of the movie, he's in like a frumpy looking Tunic sackcloth thing, yeah. shirt with a with a bad '70s haircut, <laughs> and oh, you're like, oh man, oh man, like you know whatever. <laughs> Still a good-looking guy, but still just like, can can we have that guy back? I want that guy back. Uh, in the uh, there's been pictures of Dave Bautista as Drax uh-huh. in the third Guardians movie coming out, and he's wearing a shirt in this one, and everybody's like, "Oh, he quit working out." <laughs> <laughs> so he worked really hard for that one shot of sets that uh-huh. week, and then he was like, "Oh, thank God." <laughs> But no, that I don't know. That's just a joke. I just thought that was funny when that happened, though. But yeah, I don't know. They put a lot of work into this movie, and it's it's evident for most of it that it's uh well, no, it's evident all the time that it's that they're doing a lot of hard work. A lot everybody. of hard work, and a, I mean, even like Eggers always does deep cut stuff, like stuff uh-huh. you stuff you don't know. I'd say I'm pretty well versed on Viking lore and stuff. I I like it. It's something I like on YouTube. Mm. there's probably like weird suggestions about like uh, like if you went if i gave you my youtube you would get suggestions about like why did odin do this to gods in the in 
and blah 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 blah. blah. That's not the important part. But uh, it, to say that I'm like, like that's something I pay attention to. I like listening to Viking lore and stuff like that. But even then, Edgar's like, Edgar's goes way past that. Like the Valkyrie showed up on screen with what I could only see as braces in the movie. <laughs> and I was like, what the world was that? And then I go and look up after the movie. Apparently Viking skulls, they've been pulling them and they have like chipped out their own teeth and they've been inlaid with pewter and they're like, they put runes in them. And the thought is that the Vikings thought this looked really cool and maybe intimidating to enemies. And so he put it on the Valkyrie as something they actually did as mm-hmm. proven by the skulls that they're finding now. And it's like, how did I not like, like he's doing this as a project and he finds out that deep cut stuff, like deep, deep, deep cut yeah. st- stuff. And it's just like, how do you, how do you know that? Like, and why do you include it in a movie? And I'm so proud of you for including it in the movie. But yeah, that's why the Valkyrie had braces. Apparently. Yeah. Apparently Vikings in real life dug out their teeth enamel and then put pewter and overlaid like maybe gold or silver on it because they thought it looked really cool and intimidating. That had to hurt, man. <laughs> so bad. But again, I don't I think they're concerned too much with cool. pain. I feel like they Well, I think that's part of like one way you worship Odin is with uh mm. like sacrifices of blood and pain and like runes and stuff. So that's one good reason why they would get tattoos cuz it was pain and blood. Mm. Stuff like that. But, yeah, I mean, I think the same idea for the teeth. Digging out your teeth and then uh, yeah. overlaying things that look like braces. On them. I, yeah, I have to give props to, well, one, the sound design team and um, everybody that did ADR. And uh, <laughs> after the, after the writers and um, um, director for and, and the actors for having to basically redo the whole movie in the sound booth. I didn't know about that when I went in. Mm-hmm. You had read an article beforehand. I didn't yeah. know, and I had forgotten that the movie was supposed to be in Old English, and then in some in Old Norse. They still kept some of that for the ritual scenes, but mm-hmm. for the rest of the movie, it's just in English. And I had forgotten about it until afterwards, and you mentioned it, and I remember saying after we got in the movie that I was like, something just felt off, off. about it, and yeah. I didn't know what it was. And you were like, well, they show this for test audiences <laughs> and apparently the test audiences were either confused or didn't like it being in this language that you know they barely understood and so they went back in brought the actors back in yeah. and re-recorded like i guess most of the movie like counted um, mouth flaps and we're like okay syllables. five syllables in you do a hard k we might could get away with a d yeah what is he gonna say which is an interesting challenge, one that's, that would be the director has said is, was very painful. Insane. But to me, it has to influence your movie incredibly. Yeah. Like the story is. Well, the fact that, the fact that we could different. even watch it and the characters were saying things in a row that made sense in is a conversational format is super impressive. Yeah. yeah. But. I don't know. I don't know why you'd record a movie like that. I want to know, like, honestly, now I'm more interested in the documentary about the making of this film because the compromises that had to be made that Robert Eggers had to make right. in order to, like, get some of this stuff just to make sense have to be huge. I, I mean, yeah. I would imagine. I would, ima- I would imagine to- it has to be huge. But either way, it's, it's impressive what they did because I... Once I, one, I never noticed it. I never noticed that it was ADR. I knew, which I you knew always that going know when it's in. ADR. <laughs> I knew that going in, and I could. I honestly couldn't tell. Yeah, it's very impressive how they. But did I will. It. I will preface that with like people would come into my room in college and be like, "Your TV is two frames off of the character's <laughs> point," and I'd be like, "Can you really see that?" I. I mean, I could if I was editing something and I was messing around with it. Mm-hmm. You could definitely tell. When it hits the perfect spot and you're like, oh, that's perfectly matched up. Mm-hmm. But to me, when it's a little bit off, my brain's not, I don't know, just not super focused on it. Gotcha. But, but yeah, having said that, I did go into this movie knowing that they ADR'd everything and like re-recorded lines. And that's definitely not what he was saying when the camera was recording him. But knowing it, I, I really couldn't tell. But I do, I do wonder, 
a more professional eye, maybe even you watching it a second time would catch it and be like, ew. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to intentionally look for it because I that's honestly I think that whole situation is unfortunate. My biggest question is why didn't we just use subtitles? Yeah. Like where was the language com- of I'm, like was the old English so distracting that we couldn't you know? watch the subtitles? Was the studio like, no, we can't have this movie be in all subtitles? Like no one's gonna know what's no, going on because no one so, reads anymore. No, then, but that's the thing. Everybody, I know, literally everybody watches shows with subtitles on, well, with the a, sound on, in the language that wh- they speak. Why do? What? That's how do you, you don't do that. Do no, you? I don't because I I want to watch the I movie. Don't get but it. a lot of a lot of younger people actually watch with subtitles I, on I all know, the time. I don't get it. <laughs> I, I mean, I really don't. We're getting like even, into a, we're showing our age and getting into a back in my day conversation. But, <laughs> but for real, there was well, some, I, mean, I was like watching over, a movie. Over Christmas and Thanksgiving, yeah. uh, even my family was like, can you put the subtitles on? I'm like, can you not understand what they're saying? Yeah. It's like watching the Irishman. <laughs> they made they made me put subtitles on. I was like, can you not understand? Or even like watching Peaky Blinders, they're like, oh, I have to have subtitles on. I'm like, can you not just understand it? Like what they're saying? I mean, maybe there's like a phrase or two I don't catch in the whole show that's hard to understand. But that to me is part of it. Let's that just to like, me is part of it. Yeah. yeah. It's so, like if I don't understand <laughs> it, then clearly they put that in knowing that Tom Hardy was way too deep into his accent, but that's kind of the fun of it. Yeah. I mean, I still feel like I heard all of what I needed to hear. I heard the show. Yeah. Yeah. Context I was enough. I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. That's the thing. I, I, I want to ask those questions. I want to know what happened with or, that. Or like, even, even some stuff on YouTube. Like I was watching some Elden Ring tutorial on YouTube, and a guy was told like, this the whole time you told me, like, you do this on the, you walk forward. And half the comments were like, I can't understand you, dude. I'm like, can you really not? <laughs> I mean, can you really not? He was fine. He was really deep, cockney kind of sound and accent. It was perfectly fine, and you can understand yeah. everything you're saying. Yeah, the thing for me is, like, a lot of people watch with subtitles, even when it's in in a language that they can understand easily. Um, that that trend is. I, I think. Interesting I think to me. it's they're having a hard time hearing, and I don't mean like they can't hear the noise. I mean like understanding what the actors are saying, maybe through a mumble or a stutter or something, or, I, but a, or even, an accent. Yeah, but even stuff that's not like in an accent, like. Let's just say, like, an English speaker is watching an English, a movie that's in English. Yeah, but I, a lot of people I know will just put the subtitles on just because. Well, and I, I don't really I know why. Like the, but well, like, I feel like the people that I know do it because they can't understand what they're saying for one reason or another. Like, yeah. maybe, maybe they'll be like, oh, they're talking too low or there's loud stuff in the background. I didn't catch what he was saying. I mean, for one reason or another. Well, uh, what was the, what was the movie that came out that no one could hear? Uh, tenant. Tenet, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, in that situation, I had no problem with that movie. Okay. The whole time. So, I but I can see some movies uh, more and more. A lot of like big, you know, theatrical releases when they come out on Blu-ray or on streaming or whatever, they're mixed for the theater. For the theater, yeah. And they don't sound good on just your regular sound system. Like you have to have a really good surround sound system in order to to have the levels of the vocals uh, or the dialogue, sorry. And the levels of like music and stuff to feel good in the room right. to sort of like separate those things. If you're just running off of just like, you know, a stereo system or just a, like a sound bar, that's not that great. Yeah. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be so here. muddy yeah. and you're going to be like riding that remote, turning it up when the dialogue comes in and turning it way down when the sound effects even, and music yeah, come but in. Even then I don't feel like um, I do that. So like, but that kind of, I could see in those situations, maybe that, maybe that's part of it. Maybe that more and more films being mixed that way. Yeah. Maybe that's why people are watching more stuff with with the subtitles. I don't know. Uh, we're old. That's all. I think that's part of what it is. So it's just, <laughs> uh, it's just the new thing. Well, Everybody well, has subtitles now. I don't know. To me, like if it was mixed that way and that mixing caused you not to hear what he said. Then it's intentional. Then, then to me, I would say either he did that intentionally. Sometimes or, you're right, or they made a terrible. I think in the choice. case of Tenant, it is correct. That is intentional. I think in the case of something like Blade Runner twenty forty nine, which is definitely mixed poorly for home 
home theater systems and excellently for uh, the theater, I don't think it's intentional that you're not be able to understand I, what they're I saying. I don't know that I've ever watched that film at home, but now I want to just want see to if just there's anything see. that was mixed so poorly <laughs> that I don't understand. No, see, that's the, the thing. It's not mixed poorly. It's mixed excellently for the theater, right? but not so much for I mean, the home. Weird enough yeah. to where I wouldn't understand what he was saying without subtitles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say, I mean, if you see the would, movie, you I would, either, uh, just you just me like calling it. I'd be Do like, it. come back, report I, back. I will tell I will, us what you find. Okay, <laughs> but I, I just feel like it would be like, no, I'm not going to put subtitles on. Like, uh-huh. eh. All right, all right. Well, enough about subtitles. Let's talk about the Northman. <laughs> um, regardless, well, I want to I want to get in yeah, a room with that test out, audience yeah. or those test audiences well, and be like, yeah, what, what happened? What did What did you do? Why did you? What did you say? That- what was what was so far? It, what was it not subtitled? That's not thing. Like just in general, was it not? And were they just expecting you to understand the old English because it's close enough or something? Yeah, maybe. Maybe Eggers was just like no, because I don't think there were subtitles in The Witch. There were not. Yeah, but that's and, not old English. But it's hard to understand them at times, and I'm okay with I w- it. I will say for is- Macbeth. I put subtitles on. Okay, now you're backtracking. <laughs> well, that was, I mean, in Shakespearean English, in what what was he, 1500s, yeah. 1400s? I mean. So then was it a Macbeth I, I situation? Had a, I had a little of a tough time yeah. keeping up, but as soon as I could read it, I was like, got it, cool. So, yeah, I guess our question is, why maybe didn't they just that? have subtitles for the movie? Maybe, keep it, it, yeah, maybe the, it was uh, that, and they were saying no, no subtitles. That's weird. Maybe. That's the only thing I can think of. I'm sure that there's a, a another option that act the truth, you know, the truth according to, yeah. um, <laughs> you know, whoever. There's the truth according to Robert Eggers, the truth according to Focus Features, and then the truth according to, uh, I don't know. But even even like going back to Amleth. The Witch, I don't, <laughs> I don't remember having any problem with that movie. Yeah, I didn't either. So I don't know. I don't know, man. Anyways, I would love to know the answer to it, but I don't know. We'll never um, know. But... Yeah, stuff I liked about this movie. Uh, Anya Taylor Joy, everything uh, else. pretty much, pretty much everything <laughs> she she touches is gold. I has she been in anything really, bad? I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I, don't I haven't so. seen all of her her things, but uh, her 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 films or what TV the, shows or what was but, the movie we, we reviewed? Um, uh, what are we talking about? It was with Lamb last night in Soho. Oh, last night in Soho. That was really good. Yeah. She's in Peaky Blinders in like season. I haven't five. seen those ones. I'm, I'm working my way very, really good. very slowly through Peaky Blinders. So. Queen's Gambit's really good. Yep. God, everything she's in is super good. She's great in Split. Um, oh, yeah. That was I her. Saw, isn't that? And uh, I mean, and she's fantastic in The Witch. It's like my favorite thing that she's in. Um, so I was super stoked when she was coming back for another Eggers movie. And uh, and uh, yeah, she, she delivered. She was super great. Uh, her and uh, Alexander Skarsgård do a great job together. Um, they got some good. I got do, good like chemistry and also not chemistry. Like I he's do, he's I a do weird. I wish <laughs> it wasn't him. And interesting. I wish I wish it was acted the exact same way. Like he did phenomenally. I just wish it wasn't his face. Is that what, okay. <laughs> what? I just wish, I just wish it wasn't him. Hi, Mr. Scars. Like all the all wonderful the- job. Um, just <laughs> one change. One one note. Uh, I don't know. He felt. Could we? Could we change your face? Uh, I, I don't know that if he felt too famous, maybe a little too old. No, neither of those things. But no, he's, a, just he's to, got a face that will just never to age. Me, just to me. I mean, that's fine. You just can you. you can say no. That's fine. You you don't have to agree. So no weird. one. I'm sure everyone else in the world that's is so like. Weird. He was made for this part. He, and, I think that's probably most um, people's opinion. I, yeah. th- I think it is, too. <laughs> but I don't know. I wanted... <laughs> Sorry, that's probably what the experience of like working with these test audiences was like. Like, hi, um, yeah, I just... <laughs> I didn't understand any of the movie. Uh, I'm sorry. I was looking at my phone the whole time, but I, I didn't I didn't understand what was going on. But uh, could also, you maybe... I was Googling. I was like, put it in, in English for me. And also, I... I don't like the way Alexander Skarsgård's face is. Everything else is great. Could you change that? Could you change his face, please? (laughs) And Focus Features is like, yeah, yeah, we're going to change his face. We got to because good feedback. We want your money. And Eggers is just dying inside. (laughs) Not changing his face. (laughs) See, again, we're we're reading into this way more than like. Yeah, and I mean like. 
who knows? It could be the exact opposite. Maybe Edgar's just had a stroke and, and <laughs> Focus Features was just like, Edgar's, no, we'll the movie the needs movie to be weird. You. And he's like, no, I want to make Gladiator. <laughs> who no, knows? No, I can't do it. <clears throat> we probably never will, but. No, I have a I have a sneaking suspicion he maybe doesn't work with them again. But we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, and having said that, Alexander Skarsgård is a modern day Viking. I mean, I get it. And yes, he's perfect for this part, but I don't know. He was perfect in it and he acted it perfectly and everything about it was perfect. I just wish it wasn't his face. <laughs> I know that makes no sense. <laughs> Noted. We got it. Got it. <laughs> Shit on somebody else, but still him. You know what I mean. I don't know if I know what you mean, but uh, uh, I know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's tough being me. I really liked uh, this guy whose name I can't pronounce. Um, the one who played uh, Fjolnir, uh, the villain, quote unquote, in the movie. Um, I, his I name was... is like Clace Bang. Yeah, I was wondering um, the whole time if that was his real facial. Hair. I don't, yeah, I don't know. He was excellent. I don't know if I've seen him anything, uh, in anything else, but I freaking I, I love like, him in this. Movie. I feel like if he was in other stuff, you wouldn't recognize him. Yeah, at all. it's possible. I just thought he was so good. I, I thought, well, one, I just thought the character was good. I loved that. You know, he's set up to be, you know, the villain. Like he comes and he's the betrayer. He's killed his brother. All this stuff, and then. You find out pretty quickly, like, it's like, all right, we know what this movie is going to be about. Yeah. Skarsgård's going to, Amleth is going to come in, and he's going to, like, you know, raid the castle, and he's going to kill the king that killed his father. And then it's like, nah, somebody else did that, and now he's a sheep farmer in Iceland. And you're uh, like, don't you feel bad for him? Yeah, and you're like, wait, what? And, the, and then they go and then there, they, and he's, he's like, like, no, doing labor, hard labor with his son, and his son's like, shouldn't the slaves be doing this, dad? And he's like... No, no, because no man knows like, you know, from one day to the next, if he's going to eat as a king or if he's going to eat as a slave. And he's like, so we best be prepared for both. And he's like, and besides, like, it doesn't hurt to like, you know, let our slaves see that like we can work hard as well. And it's like, first off, slavery is, you know, that's its own bucket of hot water. But like in this world, like that is, I guess, maybe as honorable as you could get. And you're just like, well, shoot, wait a second. Hold on. I mean, the modern modern day of that would be like. A boss works just as hard as yeah, yeah, yeah. the people he's paying. And, but it's still like you can see that this person cares about raising his sons yeah, to be and, honorable and in the right within way. that yeah. society. Yeah. And it's like, it's just you're like, wait, hold on, hold on a second. He's, That's a, pretty, not, he's, uh, he's a pretty good guy, huh? <laughs> that was a check out. Hold on. Wait a second. I don't, uh, I don't like my bad guy being so good on Yeah, time. so then you have, and then you have Amleth come in, he's like, I'm not just going to kill him. I'm going to make his life a living hell. And you're yeah. like, okay, I'm all for that. But also, I'm not all for that. Wait a second. Oh, and I liked that, that duality yeah. of like that happening all at once. I like that. I really appreciated that part of the film. It was very fun, even though there were some parts that were not fun. I don't, um, I don't know that that's in like the Viking folklore of it, but it, it feels very... Uh, like yeah. Viking folklorish too. It's like, yeah. and the guy that he's getting revenge on the whole time is a nice man, and you're yeah. like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not a full on like Abby situation from The Last of Us Two, where it's like we're gonna see the world through the, her eyes. But you know, it's in oh, that God, direction. That game's so it's good, leaning in that direction. But that's, Abby that's the thing. It's so much cooler than Abby. <laughs> oh, Abby's. Oh, it's, we're on team. Now Abby. that you brought it up, let's talk already. about Last of Us Team <laughs> Abby. <laughs> Gosh, I, okay. Oh, I was going to play Horizon uh, oh, Forbidden man. West when I was Just done with Elden Ring, but I think I might play Last of Us 2 again. Just do it again. Oh, Horizon Forbidden West, I want to play you so bad, but I and I'm sure you're going to be great, but so many other things in the way. Um, well, I, I did that before Elden Ring. So. Yeah. I I don't know how I'm ever going to stop Elden Ring. I know, that's the thing, man. It just never ends. <laughs> it never ends. Not in a bad way. It's just like, oh. No, it's great. Um, yeah. It's great. It's wonderful. So... That's the thing that at the very end of the film, you know, it's like, oh, our hero, he gets his vengeance yeah. and his family is safe and he gets to see them in the afterlife as he's Ooh. carried off by the Valkyrie. But that doesn't, that doesn't feel like the ending. That feel to me, the ending is, yeah, he, did he get his vengeance? He ended up killing all the people that he didn't mean to kill. Mm-hmm. And the guy that he went to kill kills him. Like really, if you think about it, Fjolnir, like, is the guy that 
It's maybe the winner in this. He's situation. maybe the quote unquote winner in yeah, this situation. He, he lived more of a full life. He lived a full life. He wasn't just hell bent on vengeance. He was actually a man who got to like spend time with his family. He got to love Li- people. Lived more honorably. Yes, lived more honorably. And so with the way the movie ends, sort of painting Skarsgård's character, Amleth, as like, ah yes, the hero gets to, you know, ride off into uh Valhalla and and be glorified because he died in battle feels false to me and it feels like the movie doesn't know that it's false uh i will say to me that just felt viking but not uh, to me it didn't feel honest it felt like 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 viking know. i mean i know the whole viking going Valhalla to Valhalla, all that stuff like is viking, you but die like, in battle you get to go to Valhalla. right i get it but the movie's take on it the movie the way the movie presents was like it, it's a good thing like, like it's heaven this is the best and this is how the movie ends our hero yeah. wins yeah everyone celebrate but it's like really yeah but that's that's like a i don't know that's not what they believe you know what i mean but like i'm it's, saying it's the perspective not, of the not film like, itself yeah i mean not from not as like you know, how would Vikings look at this? Would they see uh, Amleth as, yes, he is the hero, and this is a wonderful ending to this tale? Um, I don't, then maybe, I, but. I don't think so. But I think at the end, they'd be like, yeah, and they both go to Valhalla. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure, yes. Uh, they would both, yes, technically. Yeah. But I'm more thinking just like the perspective of the film, like the story the film is trying to tell feels like it's hijacked by a, a quote-unquote happy ending right at the last moment. Yeah. But it's like, wait a second. I, but I, didn't I feel, like, feel was... like a part of that is English, Christianity, afterlife, positive heaven stuff. Mm. When that's not necessarily what Valhalla is. They wanted to go to Valhalla, but it wasn't like so you think a, that's bleeding a good into thing. I mean, it wasn't like you earned it by being good. How about that? No, I, I yeah, I understand how it all works. That's not what yeah, I'm getting at. But I mean, but I mean, I think that's kind of that kind of blurs it. Because even if he was terrible and bad, he died in battle. He gets to go to Valhalla. I guess I just think he shouldn't have gotten to have his cake and eat it too. I uh, think that's the thing. The movie sort of is like he gets everything he ever wanted. Yeah, but the, and, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like the Viking thing is. That he should have, not that he not gets that, to go to Valhalla. That he should have. I don't care that he goes to Valhalla. It's yeah. the whole like your family is safe and everything's fine. Like I well, like his family's safe because he because he defeated his enemies. Sure, but he doesn't he doesn't get to live the life. I don't think he got everything he wanted. I here's what I'm trying to get at. The last time we see Anna Taylor Joy's character is when she's like going through this ritual on the boat to speed her boat across the sea. Yeah. To, to safety and away from this this like violence and stuff. And then we and um, then we see. I her wish again. that that was the last time we saw. I do her. too. I wish that was the last time we saw her. I'm okay with Amleth being carried off into Valhalla by this crazy looking Valkyrie, but I don't want any of the like. Here's your family and yeah. your children, and see how wonderful and happy they are. That to me feels fake. That it feels well, false. I mean, it doesn't feel honest. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't like, feel honest to the viewer. That could have been his like death vision as he's going to Valhalla. I guess I'm okay with that. And like that's just what he's imagining. But it's presented to me and you, the viewer, as if it's true. And I don't want to see that. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I think that's I don't like that in the film i think sure. that it's yeah whether yeah. he sees it or not i think the way that it's presented is where the fault is not in what actually happens but but I, well yeah i don't know because i could see that, like in the viking folklore tale i could see that character feeling like he got everything he wanted but then the audience of the tale is like oh he didn't get, like they're we're the ones who then go, oh, he didn't get everything he wanted. He wanted to live, and he wanted to be happy, and he wanted to love, and he wanted to have children, and he wanted to keep going, just like I also want. Yeah, and I think I like that. I don't think the movie knows it. Okay, yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't think the movie realizes that, and I that's what bugs me about it, is that it's like, oh, you have this really cool duality at the very end there that can, you know, he can essentially believe that this is – one thing, but us, the audience, can know that it's not. It's yeah. not, but but the movie doesn't allow us to do that. The movie says, "Yes, he gets everything. <laughs> See, look, Yay. it's his wife and his twins." Yeah, and that's what I don't like about it. That's where it, what bothers me about it because it, there's so much work put into Fjolnir as uh, as this this man who gets everything that he that he wanted out of the. I I you know, I, I wish it wouldn't have showed her again. 
not seeing the twins, and I wish the Val- it would have shown the Valkyrie picking both of them up. That would have been a, mm. a better ending. That would have been cool, yeah. <laughs> he's riding up there, and he's like, yes, and he looks over to the left, and there's another Valkyrie. No. With him. He's like, what? <laughs> no, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I did appreciate the, the volcano fight. That was kind of cool. Yeah, and how they called it uh, Helheim. Yeah. I'll see you at the gates. Yeah, I did like that kind of stuff. I liked, I don't know, I liked all that. So I thought, I thought what you were saying it the first time is like, I'm gonna bury these two and then kill myself because that's what you've done to me. You've ruined me. Yeah. And I'll literally wait at the gates of hell oh, for you to show up, and then we're gonna fight. Yeah. And then they actually like fought in the mountain. I was like, oh, okay, that's cool too. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Overall, I liked the movie. Obviously, we have some big issues with it. Yeah, but I still um, liked it. And I think it's, I think most of that really is not good. dislike for the film. It's just disappointment that it that Wasn't it isn't um, Edgar Z. Yeah, and that's the thing. Maybe if we if we sat down with Robert Eggers, he'd be like, "No, this is all me." And maybe it's just us. Maybe we just wanted more of the same. I will. I will. And say, we didn't get it. And that. Well, I will say I've case, also talked to other people, and they're like, "I feel like this is Eggers on steroids." I'm interesting. Like, okay. So okay. maybe we're wrong. And and I would love to hear. I'm completely willing to be I wrong. would love to talk to some more people about this. So if you're listening to this and you have some some thoughts. We're going to open a social page at one Who knows? Time. You're going to have to and find a can, way. And write us a letter. Us. Right, right now, just write us a just letter. Just write yeah. to Jeremiah and Randy. They'll, yeah, the post office No address. Knows. The post yeah. office knows. They'll get, yeah. get it to us. Oh, yeah. I can't wait till we have uh, a social media presence. And then we're, it's just going to be. Yeah. It's just gonna be people telling us how dumb we are. I I did appreciate, and this was another kind of like semi passive aggressive thing. It felt passive aggressive uh, that Robert Eggers said when he was uh, promoting the film. He said because uh, it was almost like he was dissing a little bit of the like entertainment style, or like like this movie as entertainment yeah. essentially. Um, someone said uh, asked him like you know what movie. For people who have never seen your work before, what movie would you say they should watch first? And he's like, "Well, Ooh. if you're like a like a weird like cinephile type of person, then I would say The Lighthouse. But if you're just like a person, then please go see The Northman." <laughs> and to me, that felt like almost like a like a double edged sword of like, yeah, he wants everybody to watch his movie, but he's also kind of saying like, if you're kind of like simple, just see The Northman. <laughs> I was like, he knows. He knows. That, that's he why knows, I was like, I don't and, know. Like, and you know, and he knows that you know. <laughs> I don't you know. know I just knows. thought it was funny. It's a good movie. It's good performances. It's It's got a lot to offer. Yeah. And I think. And even being di- that amount of disappointed. Yeah. Wh- whatever amount that is. Uh, people have been like, you seen The Northman? I'm like, yeah. yeah you, is it good? Yeah. And I've been telling yeah, people go to go it. see it. Yeah. It's, Definitely. It's good. You'll enjoy it. For sure. Yeah. Unless you come out of it. Uh, well, unless you go into it as dumbly as i did and you're like <laughs> this is what i expect this to be yeah and that's the thing maybe it is that's why i want to see it a second time maybe it is just a case of like we went in with weird expectations and and it wasn't that and that's why it felt strange i don't think that's that's probably a little bit of the case but i don't think that's the whole picture just because of all the things we mentioned before yeah. the adr stuff and just certain things feeling weird but but yeah but yeah, but it was still good. I still enjoyed it. I'd still watch it again if somebody else wanted to go watch it. Uh, and then afterwards, I'd be like, "That felt PG thirteen the whole time, right?" Yeah. <laughs> or, or the first half, <laughs> right? Yeah. And then the random like you know guy walks in and his guts fall over the floor, and you're like, "Where was that earlier?" <laughs> <laughs> I did like the scene with the um uh you know, the, you know what's funny the one scene in the whole movie where I did not want it to be any more violent than it was was the scene where they're playing. That sport. Oh, every yeah. time I was that's like, I don't want to see anybody get hit. Please stop. That's not sport. That's not. <laughs> it what was sport so is. brutal. Yeah. Why would you do that? The way I felt in that scene is how I should have felt in the that entire, in that rage scene in the beginning. I should have felt that the entire movie. <laughs> yes, is what yes, I went in yes. feeling like. But yeah. Oh my gosh. Like this. Is, yeah. I mean, even even like me and you go and, and you said that, and I was like, that is not a sport. Yeah. Like that's how I feel. <laughs> Every other Robert Eggers movie the whole time, I'm like, that is not, no, yeah. God, that is not, no, that's not what that is. Stop. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's Eggers' movie to me. I think that nails it. How we feel in that scene. Is how we expected to feel the entire movie, and yeah. we definitely didn't. Yeah. There it is. Yep. 
I think that wraps it up. It's the new non-rating the non- review <laughs> version. So go see The Northman. <laughs> I mean, by this point, it's probably not going to be in theaters. But we watch go it watch out. it uh, when it comes out. It's good. Buy it on Blu-ray. Buy it, uh, I don't know, on Amazon. Where am I? Where do people watch movies do? I don't care. Just watch the freaking <laughs> Live <movie>. your life. <laughs> Just stop asking me. <laughs> where do we see it, Randy? Where do we see it? Uh, I will say, I will say, if you don't know where to watch something, uh, there's an app called Just Watch. You can type in a movie; it'll show you everywhere it's playing. And nice. whether you, whether you have to have a subscription to that service or whether it's free, or just how watch. much the or how much the rental is. What did I say? I think you said Just Watch. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's it. it. Just okay. Watch. That's cool. Yeah, it's, uh, a, it's a it's a great little app. It'll always show you where everything is. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. This is this is about movies. Yeah, I'm Randy. I was Jeremiah. Who are you now? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? <laughs>